If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on Earth. All things safe. Representative Jason Singh. Morning to all things sane. You've got your host, Representative Jason Sane, talking at you. I uh, hope you're uh, either listening, watching. We're on the social medias. I think uh, Justin and WSIC have us everywhere now. Uh, I saw it on YouTube. I see it on uh, on the Facebooks and the Twitters and everywhere else. So, however you're joining us, we're glad to have you. Uh, looking forward to a great show. Uh, let me just tell you, we've got uh, two of my colleagues who are incredibly, incredibly interesting. They um, we got Representative Matthew Winslow. Uh, he's in his second term. He's also my deputy conference chairman. So we're in the on the political political side of things, getting our caucus members reelected and recruiting new members to the legislature. And then also Senator Bobby Hannig, who I, I served with in the House, who's now a senator. He went over to the dark side, as we say. And uh, Hannig has some interesting news. He did get the uh, the NC Insider. It's his, uh, I think, the, the politicos around Raleigh and everywhere else who pay attention to politics and apparently don't have lives. Uh, things that they look at uh, all the time, the NC Insider. And uh, it's put out by the News Observer. But he got the quote of the day this morning. Uh, which is, and it's talking about dual tattoos of the North Carolina House and the North Carolina Senate seals on the back of his legs. And uh, his quote was, it's an acknowledgement of how proud I am that I get to serve in those chambers. Um, We'll let Bobby tell us about that a little more, Uh, having a little bit of ink myself, uh, which sometimes surprises people. uh, I I found it intriguing, and I hope that you will too. And and Bobby's a great guy, Uh, wears uh, sequin vest and Little, little, uh, he stands out. I'll just leave it at that. And uh, but he, but he's a great guy, great, uh, good, great friend, and it's always been great to serve with him. And and so, uh, and I, we'll pick on him a little bit. At, you know, we'll, he'll he'll uh, he'll provide some of our entertainment too. But uh, uh, again, just can't can't uh, say enough good things about Bobby or Matthew. And Matthew is one of these guys. He's a home builder. Uh, got the legislature. Uh, I'll let him tell you more about himself. But um, really, uh, a, a a member who understands the importance of economic development for the state, bringing new jobs in, uh, particularly for his district, but really the entire state, uh, and some of the things that he works on. He's on the finance side of things. Of course, I'm an appropriator, and uh, so we he gets to tell me how much I get to spend uh, by the revenue that comes in. So it's uh, we have a, a good yin and yang, and, and uh, but again, just a great guy, and, and really look forward to having them on and introducing them to the LKN audience. Um, they're from... Further east, if you will, Hannig's from the coast. Uh, doesn't doesn't make him a bad person. Just makes him really far away. Uh, and but his district, uh, Catherine and I have been out to uh, to uh, Nags Head and so forth, and, and got to visit with him and Dana. And uh, it's it's always great when we're out there. I just don't get out there enough. I I wish I had his district, but he's got to drive in from Raleigh, and I got to drive in from from Lincolnton. But um, lots happening this week, and also a lot not happening this week. Uh, we're still at a budget impasse. Uh, but negotiations continue. I, I got the uh, the old stink eye last, uh, I think it was last Wednesday night, we were watching the new episode of Invasion from uh, Marvel, which is uh, uh, Nick Fury. It's a great series. If you're if you're a Marvel fan, I highly recommend it. Uh, it has certainly been something that uh, we're interested in. But then I had to uh, uh, stop and, and take a call and, 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 and talk to my colleagues and, and, and appropriations chairs and discuss what, Latest offer came over from the Senate uh, at, at 9 o'clock at night. But nevertheless, 
um, we, we put it on pause. We got back to the show shortly thereafter. Uh, just things you got to do when, when you're at a budget impasse. Uh, but we will, we will get there. Uh, things are moving forward. Uh, really, nothing negative to say about the process. It's just a process. Luckily, and people don't know this, and I think we'll get Matthew uh, Winslow when, he, when he's on. We'll talk about it, Representative Winslow, a little bit about, you know, this is, this is how the founders set it up. This is, this is meant to be, a, a, you know, something that we debate, something that we talk about. Uh, he'll be on uh, a little, little after the 11.15 break. Looking forward to that. You know, I always talk about uh, some of the things that we do around Lake Norman. If, if I look a little puffy-eyed, uh, I, yesterday morning I, I, I left the home at, at 6.30, drove over to the, the boat rack where I've got my boat and, and did a little work on it because I got a little issue. I bought a fixer-upper. It's a, it's a cool little boat. I bought it for 4500 bucks, which was a steal, but also means, you know, it's an older boat and probably needs some, some work. So uh, I, I got it on the wash rack, did that before it got so darn hot. Uh, if you've been outside, you know, anytime lately, and then the smoke is killing me. So if you hear my voice or you see me squinting in my eyes, uh, I'm, I'm dealing with it just like you are, but did that yesterday morning and then headed to Raleigh for some meetings. Uh, taped a, a segment with, uh, Representative Winslow, uh, did a few meetings with my staff and then headed back and then got on the lake last night at about seven o'clock just so I could test out my boat. And uh, lo and behold, um, the test did not go well. Uh, ended up in the middle of the lake, uh, just uh, sitting there for a bit. I uh, had drained the battery uh, with the issue that I, that I had and uh, uh, called, phoned a friend. Uh, before you knew it, the cavalry had, had arrived. I had a tow back, and uh, then I, I obsessed over things like that. I couldn't just leave it at the, at the dock and, and um, let that be it. I had to investigate, figure out what, what was wrong. So I got home about 2 a.m. Uh, this morning, and then... Justin sent me a text this morning. Of course, I was already up, and uh, I come, I, I rise with the with the sun. So, uh, uh, I'd, I'd gotten a little bit of sleep and, and catching up on some of the news articles that were out there. But one of the fascinating ones that that really caught my eye was was the tattoos. And uh, so it's it's been fun. Um, we'll talk about that with with Bobby and some other things too. We won't just talk about his tattoos. We might compare them. I, I guess we'll do this from video because he's gonna they're gonna video in, which we tested last week. By the way, we did last week's broadcast from my office in Raleigh. And, and by all accounts, it seemed to, I mean, other than my ugly mug being there on the, on the video, uh, it turned out pretty well. And so we'll do more of those next week. Uh, we've got legislators that are going to ALEC, which is the American Legislative Exchange Council. Uh, their annual conference is in Orlando. Uh, we'll see Governor DeSantis and others, a lot, a lot of folks in conservative circles that'll be at this conservative caucus, which by the way, if you read about it sometimes in some articles, some news articles, not all, uh, you know, it turns out that conservatives like to get together and talk policy, and they, they put shadowy things behind it, and, and you'll, you'll see that, I'm sure. Uh, nevertheless, the Democrats do the same thing, by the way, uh, that they, they get together and meet and talk about what they want to do, because, you know, it's like pinky in the brain. What are you, what are you doing tonight? You know, planning to take over the world. Uh, that, by definition, is some of the, some of the politics. But, uh, and I can't adjust, but, but, it, but, but it is fun. It's, it's, it's basically a work conference. You get to go down and, and hear about other ideas. But we'll bring on some of the legislators that will be down there from North Carolina, and I'll be interviewing them. We'll be broadcasting live there. That We've, we've already arranged a, a desk that will be set up uh, that we'll be able to, to talk, talk back and forth and, and do our broadcast from there. So that will be exciting. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll try the technology, you know, hopefully, Fingers crossed it works, but so far so good. It's worked, and we'll see today as we get some of my colleagues from around the state to be a part of this. You know, one thing that the that the pandemic allowed us to do that we hadn't done before uh, in the legislative process is actually have virtual meetings. 
and to and to to utilize technology that's been there for a long, long time, and it has improved. Uh, before the pandemic, we, we our rules didn't allow for for us to hold you know any type of committee meeting. Um, another thing that, that Representative Destin Hall and I have worked on is making sure that we've got uh, cameras in the chambers in the House. Senate doesn't do that. It's a little different. Uh, and that's okay. They, they get to choose. But, but we wanted to make sure that, that, you know, if you're at home and you don't, you know, if you're from my district, you're, you're driving three hours just to get there, three hours back, you don't drop in at the legislative building. It's just, it has to be planned. You have to plan for either a whole day up or even overnight just to come visit. We love to have visitors, but we don't get a lot of them. But if you can watch it on YouTube and see the debate, whether it's in committee or whether it's on the House floor, also you should probably get cable if you if that's what you're watching all the time. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, you know, from a transparency standpoint, that's out there, and people really appreciate it when they watch it. They say, you know, I actually watch this on on YouTube. I, we got to see you, the, the real debate. Some people like that, some people don't. But but nevertheless, we we put that out there, and and, and it really just utilizing technology that makes a lot of sense. Looking forward to after the break, we're going to have Representative Matthew Winslow. We'll talk with him for a bit. And then after that, we'll also have uh, Senator Bobby Hannig here on WSIC. Really appreciate you being on, watching, listening, and uh, we'll get back to you in just a moment. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on Earth. All things safe. Representative We've got fun and games. we got everything you want, honey. We know the names. We are the people that can find whatever you may need. If you've got the money. Welcome to All Things Sane, and uh, welcome to the jungle. Uh, we've got uh, Representative Matthew Winslow. If you could hear the music bed, we uh, um, and we'll see how it plays on uh, Facebook and some of the others. Sometimes they like to censor that, but uh, uh, we legally use the music here at WSIC just as a uh, as a reminder. But uh, uh, a little uh, show tune of Welcome to the Jungle, a little, a little different take on it, some GNR. Representative Matthew Winslow joins us. Uh, he's got Franklin and Granville counties that he represents. And uh, also uh, a '90s music aficionado as well. Uh, welcome to the show, sir. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Well, glad to have you on. And uh, uh, you know, this is something new we started. So you're you're here in the, on the third show, uh, which means you're also you know one of our guinea pigs as we get you uh, in remotely. I, I did it remotely from the office last week there at the building, but uh, now I'm in studio and bringing you and Senator Bobby Hannigan today on this show. Uh, so that people can, you know, look at you, you know, kick the tires, see what, what makes Matthew Winslow tick. Uh, and your district's district number seven, if I remember correctly. You got it. And I'm, I'm excited to be here on the, uh, the ground level getting started, but I'm not planning on any tattoos on my calves of the house seal, okay? Just let's be clear about that. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't want you to do that, uh, but, you know, I, I have a little ink. A lot of people don't know that. I was sitting in a committee one time, and it was showing through my shirt, and uh, uh, I had a member sitting beside me, and she says, do you have tattoos? I said, I do. And she's like, huh, interesting. Uh, and uh, But anyway, there's a there's a longer story that I'll tell you one day about uh, uh, former Representative David Lewis and I having an exchange on the floor about tattoos. But enough about me. Let's talk about you. Um, so you come to legislature, you're in your second term. What brought you to the legislature? Uh, short story is I got the bug while I was in college. Uh, now, I'm the 
I'm the poor dumb kid from East North Carolina, you know, uh, <laughs> growing up, you know what politics was. And we, we, we just uh, lived life and uh, go to college. And in college, just by chance, met with uh, Senator Ed Warren. Uh, he happened to be in the same building my wife was working at the time. And uh, met him, and he's like, hey, you like a hard worker? You want a job? Doesn't pay anything. I know you got three jobs. How about a fourth one? I was like, sure, why not? And so uh, I got to be his intern. And ever since then, I kind of got the idea that I'd want to do that someday, although I didn't know what that was. And so um, as we got married and had kids, professional career, uh, continued to you know, get more and more involved. And then uh, when the timing was right, when the opportunity was there uh, and, and my business was in a good place and and uh, and the, the right opening was there where I didn't have to run and get somebody that was already doing a good job. I wanted to run when there was an opportunity and there was a need. And so uh, that's how I got in the house. That's awesome. Uh, and you got uh, two kids, is that right? I do, a 19-year-old girl and a 16-year-old boy. Well, got your hands full, uh, just like me with Jackson, who's 15. But uh, um, how, how do they feel about you serving the legislature? I, I always, you know, people forget that there's there's always a family uh, behind the person that has to come to Raleigh and and, uh, and serve and spend their time there. How, how do they feel about you serving? Oh, they wanted me to do it 10 years ago, Jason. They, they I mean, you know, I'm like, patience, patience. I can only do so much. I like to plan things out and know that, you know, what I've got ahead of me. And uh, they've always been ready. And uh, so they're very supportive. They love being in the building, love helping out. They love the campaign. Um, they love helping out other districts. Um, so they're, they're, they're completely bought into it. That's awesome. Uh, Jackson loves it. Uh, you know, he, he, we went um, this week, uh, kind of a pop-up event for uh, Governor DeSantis was uh, in Charlotte. And I told him, I said, uh, we, we were over at UNC Charlotte's campus doing some stuff with the U.S. Performance Center that uh, was in our budget uh, a couple of years ago that uh, helped get started there where we're bringing U.S. Olympic athletes in. So he got to do a little workout with some of those folks and get some of the testing just to kick the tires and see what, what was happening over there, uh, see what's happening with our investment. And we keep we brought in like 15 U.S. Olympic teams to the Charlotte area now, uh, which is important, obviously, to, to have them here and uh, have the, the money that's being spent on, on their uh, work that they're doing. Uh, he got to do that, but then he got to go see Governor DeSantis, and we had uh, literally a five-minute sit-down with just the three of us. Of course, he rocked it in his uh, gym clothes and Crocs. Uh, so, so uh, and I t- he said, he said, I feel horribly underdressed. I said, you're a 15-year-old basketball player. I said, you know, and you just left a, a workout. Uh, you know, yeah. governor puts on pants just like you do. And he was he was really cool. It was cool just to talk with him. Uh, but I, but I do think it's always important to for people to realize that you know, there's a family behind most of us at least that that, that support what we're doing, and uh, and and sometimes they get to see the good, bad, and the ugly. Um, uh, which is, which is, you know, it's, it's an opportunity for them to learn too. Oh yeah. That, that, and that's funny is that, uh, they go from, they go from that, uh, awkward, uh, how do I talk to people? You know, is it, you know, am I really meeting somebody to all of a sudden they're like part of the game. So they're walking around shaking hands and talking to people. And, uh, just like when you have your son on the house floor, I bring Hudson out there and he's sitting around looking around talking to everybody like he was the one elected. So, and, my daughter's the same way. She's uh, interning right now, and she walks around the building, and she talks to people, and she meets and greets. And so uh, it is fun having them as part of the process. It is. It is. And it's a busy schedule, too. So the more you can integrate them into that schedule, uh, you know, the more you get to spend time with them and, and, and do fun things, too. Because we, we, we don't miss an opportunity. 
uh, and I know you don't either. Like you said, having Hudson on the floor is, is it, it's fun. It's and to watch them interact uh, as as young people in a, in an adult setting, and you know, the more they're exposed to it, you know, the better off they are later in life with whatever they want to do. You know, what also what's funny is that you would think that uh, I don't know about I don't know about Jackson, but like with uh, with my kids, you would think they they would say, "Oh, hey, uh, I got to go and." Go on the house floor. I got to be a part of this. I got to meet this person. They don't think of it any different than you know meeting somebody in the school. It's a friend, a new person showing up, and that's. I'm like, do you know who you got to meet? And they're like, oh yeah, that's okay, big deal. And so it's it's a, just like your son meeting you know Governor Sanders in his in his uh, you know running shorts and t-shirt and and croc, Crocs. You know, my kids are the same way, and it's it's funny. I I think of it differently. Anytime I meet somebody new, I'm like. Oh, that's that's amazing! I got to meet you know, uh, whether it's DeSantis or you know another member or something like that. They just don't think that way. Yeah, no, it's it becomes commonplace to them. Um, when when we do go to the break here shortly, I uh, wonder if you got just a, 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 if you have time to stay for for one more segment because I'd love love to talk more with you about what's happening at the legislature because you and I both are are, are pretty active. Uh, we we stay engaged and, and involved and really from sun up to sun down until we leave the building. Uh, which also contributes to you know my incredible uh, uh, fit dad bot that I have. Uh, uh, they, one of the reporters took a picture of me the other day with my diet sun drop, and one of the trolls on Twitter said, "Well, you know, that, that's a diet sun drop. He should try the diet part of it." I said, "Ah, hey, you recognize that I'm overweight? Me too. I do that. Uh, love those people when they get on there uh, and, and really want to talk smack behind a keyboard." But uh, um, but we do spend a lot of long hours and you work hard on things. I'd mentioned kind of a, uh, promo to you being on the show that you work a lot on economic development issues. Uh, you're, you're a home builder by trade. If, if I'm, uh-huh. if I get that right, uh, I don't want to, yeah. and, uh, and, you know, have a successful business, uh, have a, you, and you also farm. You, if I, if my, if I, my memory is correct, uh, you, you do a lot, uh, but then have time to, to do the legislative stuff too. But it takes a, it does take a lot of time if you're going to be effective. It, it does. And you have to enjoy it. I mean, it, it, if it's something that's, uh, that you feel like is, is, uh, um, ultimately, uh, outside of what you consider to be work, you know, then it's not the place for you because we, we are basically volunteers uh, on behalf of the state. And, you know, it's, it's not about the money, uh, obviously, at $14,000, but uh, it is something that you truly want to be a part of and help the people in the state and the people in the district. And it, when there is a really good feeling when you can go back, and even if you didn't get to put your name on it, but you got to be involved in part of the process or something that moves our state forward, um, it, that's something to be, it's, I think it's truly special because uh, it's just like when I drive around, even today after all the houses I've built over the years and the developments I've put in the ground, I still drive around with my kids in the car and I go, hey, I, I built that house and I built that house. And, and they go, okay, Dad, thanks, we appreciate it. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of the same thing with legislature. When you get to be involved in that process and you can say, hey, I mean, even if it's later in, you know, in the future, you say, hey, I got to be a part of that, that significant part of what made our state move forward, become us. You know, number one in business or number one in places to live or places to move to. Um, it's, it's a good feeling. It, it is. And, 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 and pride of ownership, right? I mean, it, people think so negative about politics and pe- people think that people are just in it for their, for their you know, line their pockets and things of that nature. One, illegal. Uh, two, two, if you're doing that, you're not doing it right. Um, you know, it costs us money to serve. That, but that's not the reason we do it. Certainly don't do it for the money. 
uh, if you're doing it right. You're not doing it for the money, but but you do get to see the results. Um, I was just uh, this morning on the phone with uh, folks who are recruiting these uh, big esports uh, tournaments into uh, Raleigh and Charlotte and so forth uh, into our state, and was talking about another one that's now interested in coming. And you know what that means? It it means uh, big conventions, uh, heads and beds for the for the hoteliers and the restaurants, uh, more customers for them, uh, which ultimately means more jobs here in the state. It means we get to keep that revenue uh, as they spend it, and you know. I, I took Jackson to the to the Halo uh, uh, tournament some uh, I guess last year in Raleigh, and uh, you know he said yeah I got it Dad you, you helped bring that here it's like yeah it's pretty cool huh uh, but but that's the the really you know when you think about as you look back at a career and you're just starting I mean you you know people don't understand you don't get there and become a, a you know a, a player the minute you walk in the door. There's people that were there before you, but if you but if you pick it up pretty quickly, um, you you can navigate, and you've certainly done that, and and which is why you can say, hey, here here are the things I'm working on. This is what I'm doing, um, and we'll talk more about that when we come back from the break. Uh, my guest right now is Representative Matthew Winslow. He represents District Seven, uh, Franklin Granville Counties. Uh, he is a a player in the North Carolina House, and uh, we'll, we'll get back to learning more about him and what, what his role is at the legislature. We know the names. We are the people that can find whatever you may need. If you've got the money, honey, we got your disease. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on Earth. Being safe with Representative Jason Sane. Welcome back to All Things Sane. I'm your host, Representative Jason Sane. Uh, a little insane in the membrane. Uh, we do like a little pop culture. Uh, during the break, Representative Winslow and I were talking about Red Hot Chili Peppers. Huge fans. Uh, and in the meantime, uh, apparently uh, there was somebody posted up a tweet now deleted, but uh, uh, we'll we'll call her Karen, and uh, certainly has the haircut, and uh, is uh, thinking that this is paid for by taxpayer dollars. So it is not. It is paid for by yours truly and my campaign. And glad to have you on and with us is Representative Matthew Winslow. Uh, Representative Winslow, um, we're we're in the thick of a budget impasse, right? And uh, Everybody hoped to be ready and done and out of Raleigh by July 1. We're not. Uh-huh. Uh, you and I were just up there yesterday doing a little work, um, you know, working on, on negotiations, working on uh, constituent service stuff, things of that nature. What's your take now that you're in your second term about this budget impasse and why we can't get to an agreement even though our party controls both houses? Yeah, that, <laughs> uh, we don't have enough time for that. Um, that's a big question, but I can say this is that I think that was one of the surprising things that, that, uh, I would not have realized that even though both chambers, uh, control the budget process, uh, there is still a lot of opinions on how the budget should be done, even though, uh, we agree in, in, in common areas, but, how it gets done and where it should be done and where the money should be spent um, and how the money should be raised. We all have very strong opinions on that. 
Uh, we have a very big state. Uh, you know, it's 11, 12 hours from one to the other. I mean, you change climate zones driving from one end to the other. And so we all have different priorities and we all have different ideas on how the money is, is used in the state. And, uh, and it creates some friction, you know, and so it's difficult enough to have, you know, your husband and wife agree on a budget and spending and income and those kind of things, but throw in uh, 120 members in the house and 50 members in the Senate and everybody has an idea on how it should be done. And they're all, most of them are type A personalities. Uh, it, it makes it uh, very interesting. Well, you, you make a good point. It is all type A personalities. People don't run for office because they're, they're timid. Right. Um, you, you, you put your name out there, you get talked about, things get made up about you. Um, you know, nobody sends you, uh, uh, I shouldn't say nobody, but it's, it's not like you get thank you cards for the service, uh, unless you've touched somebody, you know, actually personally, uh, then you get a thank you card. But, uh, uh, but because of that, you, with those type A personalities, you've got, you've got conflicting, uh, uh points of view. Uh, people who think, you know, certain things are important. People think other things are more important. And so you get those back and forth. Um, and, um, and we got, uh, Bobby Hanning sitting over here. I, as I look at the monitor, uh, Senator Hanning is going to join us here in the next segment. I'm glad to have him on and watching you and I talk, but, but, and, 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 and again, he's in the Senate, you and I are in the house. We're friends, uh, have been friends, we're, even though we disagree with another chamber, it doesn't mean that it's not a, a friendly exchange. It just means that we're just trying to get to a to 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 resolve. I mentioned that we, you know, back in 2016, we we had the foresight to go. Okay, we're not going to be like the federal government if we can't reach an agreement by a certain date. Then we will. Uh, we we will. Um, you know, government will continue. Uh, nothing changes. It just operates off of last year's budgeting. So until we do get to an agreement, so the only people that it really impacts is the new spending that we would do. And we certainly want to get to the things, the, the programs, the things that we're going to do. But, but, but because of that, it, do you get a lot of people in your district, you know, antsy that, that they need you to go hurry up and pass a budget? Not, uh, yes and no. I mean, you, you always have uh, uh, retirees, state employees, teachers are, are I wouldn't say regularly, but you, you'll get uh, a random question from there. Uh, your local government, uh, your towns, and your county, when you're looking at, uh, we put a lot of money into grants, and those grants are part of uh, infrastructure, like water and sewer planning, those kind of things. Um, they, they do, but as far as the budget timing process, I don't think most people realize that we have a July 1st you know, state deadline. Um, I think most people just understand that that's part of the process. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think most people want to just show up and uh, when they're at DMV, they want it to work. Uh, they they want it to, uh, uh, you know, uh, when they interact with state government. If you're buying a hunting and fishing license, they want that to be seamless. They don't they don't differentiate that it's this department or that department or that agency and so forth. It, as long as those things are working relatively well, uh, and and DMV is not always working very very efficiently sometimes, but. Uh, if those are working relatively well, then you don't really hear much, right? Unless they're, unless they are interacting at some level, um, with, with, with state government that that's a little more deeper, but, uh, nevertheless, we, and we do want to get to a budget, right? I got, I got a, I got a text from, uh, Senator Jim Perry. He says, uh, um, do your job, pass a budget on time. He says, throw a little shade at us, right? But, uh, but it's, but it's friendly, right? It's, it's always friendly. 
We would, we would pass a budget on time if they would just do our good budget like we said over to them. All I do is sign it and send it back. It'd been done in like five days. Well, the, the press last week was still, you know, came up to me right after we had our session, session and the Democrats had had uh, with 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 uh, their their presumptive nominee for for governor uh, doing a doing a political grab a headline press conference uh, again things you expect in politics but they asked me they said well you know well, what do you what do you think about the Democrats criticism I'm like wait a minute aren't these the people that controlled the state for like 200 years and rarely if ever got a budget out on time uh, not making excuses for us but it's a little hard for you to you know kick it back to us in, in such a manner uh, again politics is it's political theater we expect it. Um, but to your point and what I responded back to him, I said, Hey, do you want us to just, you know, agree with the Senate? No, I don't think so. Go ahead. Well, I'll tell you, uh, you and I chat a little bit. We've said it a couple of times, but you know, our, our, our founding fathers, our forefathers designed the system to be friction, you know, so that not one person or one group or, or one power in, in any chamber can, can just steamroll and just write whatever they want. Right. Because, they want us to have that hard conversation and to develop and create the best ideas based on everyone's input. So, uh, you know, it's that way in Congress, it's that way at our state level. And so it's good to have those hard conversations, different personalities and force us to make some good, solid decisions and, you know, frankly, some good compromises on what we consider to be great ideas for the state. Yeah. What, so to that end, what, what are some of the things that, that you think are great ideas that we need to be working on and that you are working on? Oh, you put me on the spot, Jason. Uh, let's see. Great ideas we're working on for half the state. You know, some of the things I, I really am excited about, you know, we started the mega project uh, development. I love the economic development commerce. Um, they are, I mean, the the revenues, the jobs, uh, not just in those, those one companies. If you look at VinFast and Toyota and Boom, just in those three. I mean, we're talking thousands of jobs plus the revenues they're going to create and all accessory uh, developments are going to be there because of them, because they're going to need uh, other business to support them that they're going to need there on site. Uh, and then also, uh, I'm really excited the, to be able to help with uh, some of the horizontal development on the small and medium-sized projects. I, I love to see our programs where we can help with our local communities develop economic development hubs on their own so that we can start the 5 to 10 to 25 uh, job companies and help them grow up into one, two, three hundred uh, jobs. We've got a lot of good success stories locally where someone came in, started a uh, business, bought an old building, did some refurbishment, 10 people, you know, built up to 300 employees, turned around, sold it, bought it back, built it back up again. And it's just amazing uh, what they're capable of doing with a small investment. Well, well, it is. And, and, and ultimately what you're talking about is jobs. It's, it's jobs at the end of the day that for your district, for my district, uh, for our state, whether it's a mega site or, or a much smaller footprint. Uh, but it means you know, whether it's a small business or big business, people work there. And that's how they feed their families. It's how they enjoy a better better life. You know, we, as we look at what other states are doing, you know, when we get to be number one in these categories, they are always trying to be like North Carolina, which is an awesome place to be, but we're always kind of looking over our shoulder. We're going to have you on again. Uh, I'm going to get Senator Bobby Hannig on here next. We're going to talk about a, maybe a couple of tattoos that, uh, at a moment that uh, he had installed on his uh, persona there. But Representative Matthew Winslow, glad to have you on. We'll do this again soon. All right, good talking to you. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Have a good day. All right, you too. Take care. 
where the heart of Lake Norman lives. WSIC News Talk Now. Welcome back to All Things Sane. We are jamming this morning. Uh, we, normally at this point we take call-ins, and we do have a call-in. Uh, if you do want to try, 844-STUDIO-4. I can't promise we'll get you on the air today because we only got about uh, uh, 12 minutes left. And I, I want to introduce you to my uh, good friend who's making headlines, Senator Bobby Hannig from the coast, uh, Senate District 3, to which I have to yell, you know, uh, go earn hurt. Um, and, uh, and, uh, you know, raise hell and praise Dale. Uh, but here we are, uh, having Senator Bobby Hannig on with us. Welcome, sir. Thanks, Jason. Great to be here. Congratulations on your show. Well, thank you. We're, we're having fun doing it. It's, it's for the Lake Norman area, really Northern Mecklenburg. Uh, you got Southern Iredale over in the Lincoln into my district, uh, but really just the whole Lake area. And, uh, and, uh, as you are around water a good bit as the pool guy, uh, but also living on the coast, uh, you, you can relate that uh, it's a little little different attitude when you when you live near water. There is a little bit different attitude, a little bit little bit easier, a little bit softer. You know, you and I get to leave Raleigh in the rearview mirror and uh, and forget about it when we go home. Most days, I don't I don't think we ever get to forget about it. <laughs> no, we don't because you know. Uh, People are going to call us no matter what we're doing. Uh, but hey, you made headlines today. You're you're the insider quote. So this morning, and when when uh, I, I finally did lay my head down on the pillow, I you know, can't can't help myself. So I got my iPad uh, and I'm and I'm flipping through the insider and I notice hey they they always have a, a quote at the top, uh, kind of the quote of the day. It's, they call it you don't say. And uh, yours was it's an acknowledgement of how proud I am that I get to serve in those chambers. And you were referring to dual tattoos that you just got with North Carolina House and Senate seats, uh, Senate seals. And um, uh, you've served in both uh, the House. That's where we met each other. And, uh, and then moved to the other chamber. I won't say upper chamber because I'm just not going to do that. Uh, but <laughs> nevertheless, uh, you've served both and something possessed you to get these tattoos. What, what, what's that all about? Well, you know, I've always felt that, uh, and that tattoos were kind of a, an expression of who you are and maybe what you believe in or what you're proud of. And, uh, you know, serving in the house and Senate, uh, it's probably the most, the most proudest. It's probably the proudest accomplishment that I can really put forth in my, in my professional career. Um, serving in the house and Senate is a remarkable honor for me. Um, and I just felt the need to, uh, commemorate that and, and to, um, let folks know that it means a lot to me. Well, I, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, as you know, I've, I've got a little ink on me um, that, uh, I, matter of fact, my tattoo is the number three, but a, a phoenix. Uh, number three signifies Nonner and Hart. Uh, Station three, East Lincoln Fire Department, where I, where I served as a volunteer firefighter. And one of the firefighters said, drew this, uh, sketched it out. And five of us ended up getting those tattoos because it's very personal and it meant something to us, something I'm very proud of uh, to be able to do. So I totally get that. I, I totally get that. We Now, when we bring in new interns to our office, we always haze them. And uh, Ian is our intern right now. He's from uh, Chicago and, and uh, grew up in Canada, too. And, uh, you know, interns, are, they're, they're 
they're you know fresh and they don't know what to believe and what not to believe. Uh, we had him convinced one day that we all get District 9-7 tattoos that you have to get if you work in our office. So it's actually not a requirement. But for a moment, he was, uh, these people are crazy. And uh, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but uh, it, it does have to be personal. But you, you got some press out of it, which I, look, I don't think that's a bad thing. You, you should be proud and you should talk about why you're proud. Right. And, and, and that's just it. I was, I'm, I'm actually floored by how much press this got, uh, it's it, obviously a slow news week. We're not in we're not in session this week, or much bigger things would have taken precedent, I'm sure. Um, but it is, man. It's just not many people have served in both the House and the Senate. Um, and uh, again, to be able to do what I do, never having an expectation to be a, a state house representative or a state senator, it's remarkable to me. And uh, you know, it's it's something I live every single day. Um, serving my constituents and getting great feedback from them and building those relationships. And it's important to me. Um, it's what I've spent my last six years um, just devoted every waking moment to it when I'm not here trying to make a living. Well, you, so, you came in, we quickly became friends. And I, I, I tend to become friends quickly with the people that I see that are just, they care about what they're doing. Uh, you, you, you ask the right questions. You go, hey, you've been here a little bit. Can how do I do this? What how how I need to accomplish this for my district? And you're and you're constantly advocating uh, for for your district, which is a very large Senate district. Senate districts are bigger than the House districts, but even as a House member, uh, which and and where you live, there's still not small districts land wise because there's fewer people in those areas in in the, uh, kind of northeastern North Carolina. Um, but but always intentional. You're at the building before anybody. Um, if, if anyone follows your social media, uh, what's the earliest you've ever come into work at the building? Honestly, I'm going to say about 1230. You're, you're talking right after midnight. That's correct. Wow. And, and That's let me tell you, he didn't come in and then go to sleep. You go to work. Sleep, but, you know, typically it's, it's between three and five is my typical arrival time. Um, uh, you know, my pretty much once a week stop at the, uh, Waffle House on Hillsboro might delay me from time to time, but uh, it's just, it's great to get in there early. I, I can get a lot of stuff done. I can read the bills. I can, I can send a lot of emails before the office gets busy. And, you know, when you have, you know, in the house, I had four, four counties. Now I have 10. There's a lot of people with a lot of needs every single day. And uh, just being ready for them to start calling you at 8 a.m. Um, so you can handle what you don't know you have to handle that day is it's important. That's how I've always that's how I've always worked, and that's how I that's how I do this. You're a better man than me, because uh, you know I am usually getting up and running between you know three and five in the morning. I get up and I run to the bathroom and I run right back and get under the covers. But uh, I think we got a caller on the air. Um, it, it was Senator Perry, I believe, joining us. Uh, Senator Perry, do we have you on on the line here? Hello, my friends. Hello, sir. How are you? Thanks for joining us. I'm, I'm well. Well, heard you guys having fun on the radio. Just wanted to call in and. and say hi to you well this is senator jim perry uh your district numbers what's your district number two district number two so district three district two uh you guys you guys aren't really anywhere close to where we're broadcasting in nope. <laughs> well and so, so to that end yeah but we we, we love some jason saying ah uh, well i love some senator perry and some senator hennig um Do, and, and if i can uh since senator perry's on the line i want to i want to toot both of y'all's horns a little bit. Uh, Jason, you alluded to it a little while ago about 
how we sparked a quick friendship, you know, because I was so inquisitive. Well, for me, it was um, your willingness to help to help me to lead me and to guide me in the right direction um, with really no no uh, nothing in return. You weren't asking anything in return. You were just helping me along. And that meant the world to me and still does. And Senator Perry has done the same thing. He's been uh, more than welcoming since the very first uh, mention of me running for the Senate. Uh, he's been behind me 100 percent and has just been a wealth of knowledge to me and, and guided me through several things already in the Senate. So I appreciate that from both of you guys. Well, well thank you for saying so. And, and look, nobody gets anything in, in, in this world, in politics or any other world without friendships and relationships. And uh, you both are very important to me. And, and, um, and again, just like with you and I, Senator Perry and I, we met each other the first time. You just instantly know you like somebody uh, that, that you can work with and just, just like them as a person. Doesn't have anything to do with politics. Right. That's right. Uh, and, and we do a lot of that with, with, with people at the legislature. We're friends with a lot of folks on the other side. Uh, it's, it's not about that. It's not about spiking the ball. Uh, right. But it is about working together. And, you know, you, you couldn't do anything in the Senate unless you had allies like Senator Perry and, and vice versa. And I can't get anything done without the other chamber and without friendships over there. And uh, pe people miss that a lot of times. That's correct. Senator Perry, what, what are you working on today? Yeah, right. Are you able to be relaxed and be at home, or are you, are you, are you at the building? Because you're there about as much as Bobby and I are. So uh, I actually had to come to uh, Raleigh yesterday and uh, stayed last night, had dinner with my daughter. I've got a few things to do uh, today. But, you know, you mentioned being in that building. And, of course, we all love to, uh, to joke and play and, and try to, you know, try to have a good time when we have to be there. But... I do want to say I, I realize and appreciate the, the frustration that uh, a lot of people have around uh, budget delays. You know, none of us want that, but I don't have to sit in that room for 8, 12, 15 hours like you do, my friend. And I, I appreciate you putting that time in. I, I can't imagine, uh, you know, how frustrating that is at, at times when you're you're sitting in there listening to the same things over and over again when all you want to do is see some sunshine and have a good meal. But I appreciate the time that, that you put in and trying to make things happen and, and the reasonable uh, conversations that you have when you try to help move people down the road. So I, I just wanted to acknowledge that. I, I know it takes a great deal of your time, and I appreciate that sacrifice. Well, thank you. Uh, you guys know better than anybody because – uh, a lot of our colleagues uh, get to get to go out and uh, you know have dinner after we have session, and we get right back into budgeting. So it's uh, uh, you know, but we do it. We all do it because we we really um, want to do good things by the people in our district, and do good things for the people of the state. The three of us who are on this this chat right now uh, are fiercely competitive in business and in life, uh, but but we're in the people business, and we love seeing people succeed, and and that. You know, part of what we're doing with this show is just letting you kind of peel back the curtain and see. We're uh, we're wrapping up on this this third show, and uh, this has been stellar. I've I've had uh, you know colleagues from the legislature that three of the people that I respect the most at the legislature uh, on on the show, and and uh, really appreciate you being on, letting our people uh, here in the Lake Norman area uh, look at you, see ya. Uh, hear from you. Uh, Senator Perry, Senator Bobby Hannig, uh, thank you so much for being on. Well, we'll have you ba both back on soon. Sounds great. Be well. Congratulations again.